Alola. Wow, that was a note change. Yeah. Where are we Switched Epi- it up episode 12? 13? 12. 12. 1, 12. 2. What's up, everyone? It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Who are you? Well, we're plowing through these episodes. <laughs> okay. if, if I give you guys some inside baseball, we're trying to do like... Inside baseball. Inside baseball. Did you say inside? Inside. Because it sounded like you said insight. I was oh, like, I heard excuse inside. me? If I give you some inside baseball, we're, doing, we're trying to crank out four of these episodes. And it took us like two hours to even start the first one. We're getting there, though. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. So if, if, if we sound like we're going off the rails, we're like, I'm trying to get all these recorded, cut and edited, and out to you this week because I'm going to be out of town uh, for, some, for some plans that I cannot discuss at this time. <laughs> but Micah, I am your host. Shenanigans? I am your host, SBJ. Oh. This is a special episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I, this see, is that a, was the same voice that you use when you end a show. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is a mini series called Alola from Pokemon Sun and Moon. Oh, you did it. <laughs> Wait, this has to be the last episode now. I am here with, this is the second last episode. I am here with Irene. Hello. And I am also here with Micah. But are you really? I well, Unfortunately, are we're, we really here we are. Here? Uh, we are. If you're new, probably not the best place to start. We're going to be talking about Altar of the Sun, or if you're playing in the moon version, Altar of the Moon. So hopefully that in itself is not a spoiler for you. If it How is, is moon spelled? In with an E. Like M-O-O-N-E? Yes. Okay. If, if, right. if this all. is a spoiler, go back, listen to the whole series. If you're an all-time new listener, thank you for listening. This is not a normal episode. This is just us covering our thoughts and feelings about Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, we will resume... Normal episodes. I know some of you are dying to hear Will's voice. Dying to hear Travis. No one's dying to hear Travis's voice. Hey. Wow. I'm just kidding. Hashtag Travis for good. I just said that to see if Travis actually listens and will say something. They will. He's gonna. Uh, we will resume normal episodes of It's Super Effective on December 11th. Wow. That's when we'll record and, act- and the episode will come out December 12th. You'll have Sun and Moon episodes through the December 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and depending if we need another one, the 5th. So just keep that in mind that you're getting a lot of content this week, but uh, we're, we're still waiting on Will to finish the game before we get him on the show. Travis and I have finished it, of course, and uh, we, of course. We, we want to talk to Will about it, but we don't want to spoil anything for him, and it's hard to talk about Sun and Moon at this point in time without talking about the whole package. Get your stuff together, Will. See, Micah, three episodes ago. That was a test to ago, see if Will is listening. <laughs> when we had that conversation and Micah was like, I finished the game. Finished the game. Okay, <laughs> I don't know so, what to do. Altar of the sun, altar of the moon. After you complete the seventh trial, make your way to either altar depending on your version. You walk up a ton of stairs before, though. With Lily. Lily, tell, Lily stands on the left. She tells you to stand on the right. You both play a pony a song together. Another Zelda joke. <laughs> Here comes your boy Micah busting up the <laughs> format. Before you go in, Hapu does say she she says some stuff about what I said previously I felt like was the overall theme. Yep. And she talks about uh the re- healthy relationship between parents and kids and she says that it if the communication breaks down then there's dire consequences and so on. And how it's about mutual respect, 
and so on and so forth. Full circle, we did it. I really liked a lot of the messaging there. I was like, aw, I have feelings. Families. F- families. Family <laughs> feels. I need to call up Unky Steve and... Family <laughs> Make sure I tell him I oh love him. Oh my gosh, I have not thought about that. Sorry, continue. So playing the flute summons the legendary Nebby. Pokemon. Yeah, it, 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 Nebby gets born for the 18th time here. Explodes out of Lily's bag. And either turns into Solgaleo or Lunala, depending on your version. Uh, I can only speak from the version I played, which is Pokemon Sun. And so this giant fire lion comes to life, rips open a wormhole. Yep. With the power of the sun. I would assume that your... Can, I do want to ask you this, Irene, because you did play, you did play Moon. I, I did. You did. Leading up, the promotional materials and stuff, we always, they always showed the lion battling the bat, right? They showed these like trailers. I don't know if you saw this, Micah, but yeah. they showed these trailers. And in past games... The Pokemon, it's, it wasn't always a legendary, but the legendary on the box is always like, this is the legendary that will have the conflict with you. You end up catching it. You're good to go. Yes. Like Zekrom and Reshram. Yeah. Uh, you know, Xerneas and Yvatel, they didn't have a problem with you. They just had a problem. <laughs> they were like stuck inside a machine. They generally had a problem. And they weren't happy to see you. They probably weren't happy to see anyone because they were <laughs> getting machined. Machined up. Machined up. Machine it up. This is kind of the first time that I recall. Again, oh, Groudon Kyogre? Again, not happy to see you. No. Not happy to see anything, really. So Galio and Lunala, I was always under the pressure of, all right, here are the two legendaries. Not happy to see us. Kind of happy to see us. They were, they were cool. They are our buddies that's been with us the whole time. Yeah. What, what was Which your, is weird. What was your thoughts with the bat? Because when I Luna- think of the majestic pokey bat that is Lunala. Oh, well, I guess that sums it, it up. It was great. I was <laughs> like, this is so magical. And then we were like, like whisked away into like the another power dimension. Of the moon. How, and how, it was like, what is happening? <laughs> how did Lunala take you through the wormhole? Because for Sun, you ride that lion on in. You feel like a champion. You just jumping you're scooped and you're riding sunlight straight through space if i could get rid of my toro space rider and ride sogaleo <laughs> i would how how do you how does lunala carry you through from what i remember uh cosmog like flew into this the thing i don't know what it was and yep, then the thing emerged as lunala and then it was kind of like whoosh, I don't know. And then the thing opened. Whoosh. Did you ride and its we, back, or did it like no, it did it champ of, you? We were did it kind pick of you up like, by its talons. It, it w- no, it was kind of just like being like whisked, like I was saying. Hmm. So it was like kind a of, breeze caught you, and basically, but it was also like a comet. The, I don't know. It was cool. Like you were between. It's like ew. no, like it was like I like you know the thing where it's like you spin around and then it's like I'm in another outfit. Like it was like okay. Oh really? Ki- like so, you didn't. You're telling me you didn't ride this Pokemon. Not that I remember. <laughs> I wrote, a beam of raging sunlight shoots into the portal, and Solgaleo gallops through it. That's how majestic Solgaleo's entrance in this game was. Yeah, we were definitely just, uh, I was pulled into the other dimension, we go, which was Ultra Space. We go into the wor- wor- wormhole, which is called Ultra Space. 
Good name, good name. No Rayquaza or Deoxys that I saw. Nope. And the first face we're greeted with is Guzma. Of course, because that's my first thought when we enter Ultra Space is we're going to see Guzma. That's the first thing I think. And he's... It's very linear. It's not like this open world. It's like this hallway with fragment crystallized rocks everywhere and Guzma's just off on the left hand side sitting on a rock. Yeah, he's like sitting on top of like a plant or something. Yeah, he looked really like dejected. Perching. He was like, okay, well. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, well, I guess, I mean, whatever, go, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know what, I'd, I'd like to know what your guys' thoughts on um, what you think was going through his mind because for me it was... It was like he was contemplating all the choices he's made in life and thinking, how did my decisions get me here? I don't know if Lucy it's like maybe... circled N on the note is what happened. I don't really know if it's maybe like his whole life, but I think it was a lot of why did I start working with her? But like, didn't he? I, he said something about how he's never seen or really ever been scared of anything, but that, yeah. this, but that this was a different situation so my my notes say run into guzma he has never seen or really been scared of anything but this is different also lucamine is crazy yeah he said i wrote that we run into him and he says that she's lost her mind yeah um and he said she doesn't care about anything but the ultra beast now and that he couldn't catch one and what that implied to me is he was upset and feeling rejected because she probably rejected him because all she cares about is the Ultra Beast. Yeah. She got here. She used Guzma to get here. She doesn't care about, about him anymore. That tool doesn't have a purpose anymore. Yeah. And, and I think, so he's upset about I it. I think the unsaid thing is he realized he was being used. Right. And now he has lost everything. He lost the grunts. He lost a big sister, he yep. lost Gladion, even though we're, we're still unknown of like how that relationship worked. I'm, I messed up, and he realizes that. Yeah. And he blames himself for a lot of things. Like When he loses, he's like, ah, this was on me. He doesn't really say it, too, though, which is totally Guzma's personality. Like He, he kind of projects like, doesn't own well, she's, to- she's lost her mind. It's her fault. She's crazy now. She doesn't care about anything, so obviously she's not going to care about me because she doesn't care about anything. When probably deep down, he's like, man, what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. And I think, that's, I think that's good character development in him. There, and that's, that kind of closes the chapter on his story more so. Yeah. Uh, but let's walk a little further, and we see Lusamine, and we see her surrounded by a bunch of UBO1. Which I think is the first jellyfish. Th- Nilhiligo. What did I call it once? Nilego, which yeah. which is a portmanteau of nihilist and ego. I was, that's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. that's so great. Which makes sense. Yep. For ten thousand percent. Lucid because she's a nihilist and she's obsessed with her own ego. We see a bunch of these, which yeah. is which is with legendary or mythical pokemon i think the exception might be the genesect movie where there's a bunch of genesect but you know there's always this this mystery or this this there can only be one yeah misconception of like well if mewtwo's made by humans they clearly only only made one right 
but then how does everyone have Mewtwo? Like, and, and and we see that in the game where like a little guy, a little toddler in a Pokemon Center on his 3DS is like, I just wonder traded and got a Mewtwo. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> really not surprised by it at all. But I think this is the first time they showed a bunch of, you know, multiple. Uh, are we we were in agreement that Ultra Beast are legendary poke I mean, no, no, Steve. They're Ultra Beast, but they're legendary Pokemon. They're like their own tier of legendary. Like they're an ultra tier. Some oh. might say. <laughs> so the assumption is every different version of Ultra Beast, there's probably a bunch of those too. Right. This sounds like a problem. Maybe but, they're all from different dimensions. What? Yes. Multiverse theory. But we we end up getting some dialogue between Lily and Lusamine and not you because your character doesn't say anything. She just destroyed Lily and your her self esteem. Like, like I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like I was there, getting really upset. Between you two, is there any notable lines you have? I'm going to say one because it's pretty much the only one that I jotted down and then I'll hand it over to you, Irene. But she says, um, if you're not beautiful enough, you're not worthy of her love and she doesn't need you, which yeah. is real Stone heavy. Cold. I, I was I was really, really upset. Well, Imagine well. what she said to Guzma. <laughs> Probably something just as cold. Uh, real rough. That's debatable. I actually wrote down something that Lily did because Lily went in. She was like, she just like read her mom. It was really great. But she had said something about how kids aren't accessories. Uh, They are real life breathing things. And what you do and say to them does matter in the long run, no matter how minimal you might think it could be. And it's funny because I was like, I had a lot of thoughts about like that line. Um, But it was probably what relatable to you, right? I think that I, was a line a lot of kids can relate with. Thanks. No, I mean, like me, like I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure at some point in Micah's life, he was like, yeah, mom, read this. <laughs> well, read this Pokemon dialogue, mom. I think, it, I think it's twofold, though. Like, it's definitely in terms of, like, parent-child relationships. But then also that secondary part, it's like what you say and do does matter even if you think it's minimal like in your perspective like team skull i didn't say anything like that (laughs) but no but like it's like there are consequences for things and being unaware of that can be pretty dire yeah yeah Uh, sorry that was a bit i did at the end of this you're gonna have to bulbasaur this one i apologize she says her and Cosmog are alive and not just things for her mother to collect and discard discard when she's bored. She calls her mom terrible. And then I wrote, got her. <laughs> uh, so we, we go into a, we go into a Pokemon battle. With, can I say something really quick? Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you can finish your sentence and then I'll say, we go into a Pokemon battle with Lucimine absorbs slash uses the power of the i'm just gonna call them ubo ones because i cannot slot i cannot say that name without ruining it nihiligo nihiligo yeah you did it first try don't worry in 10 seconds when i forget all right i'll I'll look forward to it it. just say neo lego neo legos (laughs) she i like it she turns into uh a squid 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. Can I also read my notes for this? It like absorbs her though. Like so, she wears it like a helmet. Yeah. She she gives Lysander a run for his money. Yeah. A hundred percent. So my notes say, "What in the world?" With like seven question marks, and then I said, "Is this Digimon transformation and or Pacific Rim thing?" Yeah, it's the. I was like, "What?" Like I was just like, "Excuse me." Besides turning into a, a squid, she uses the same Pokemon, and you go through a battle. I think they're a little bit stronger, higher level. She also had the same effect as the totem Pokemon. She used uh, Clefable, her, her- uh, Melodic, and uh, Beware. She and then s- a Miss Magius. She didn't have six? And a Lilligant. I think she, she had one more. I'm she really jumping five. She had five. Yeah, she oh, had okay. five. It was Clefable, Melodic, Beware, Miss Magius, and Lilligant. Were All because I don't think that you beat at, you don't you face anyone that has six Pokemon until the very end of the game. I think you might be right. Yes. Yeah. Not too difficult. I don't think. I don't even think she. Used, well, she can't use a Z move, but there are there are people that use Z moves in the future that who really knows who knows you, anymore catch you off guard. I wrote pretty easy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, pretty easy. Uh, when you defeat her, she faints. I actually. For a second thought. I thought she died. She died. I was like, oh no. I was like, is this going to be the first Pokemon game where like somebody just straight up dies? Yeah. I really thought she was dead. I and definitely had that impression too. Like when like, Lily was this like, is oh getting... no. So she faints. The Nialigos. Nialigos. Nialigo. They Ni- kind of freak out a little bit and it's time to leave. Well, they. she faints because the... At least in in our game, Solgaleo comes in and blasts some sunlight right at her face, and it blasts the Nihiligo off out of, her. out of her. Yeah, and she's and yeah. She's... I'm pretty sure something similar happened in my game. Probably blast moonlight would be my but guess. I, but I Lily really... calls it because she's concerned that it's actually yeah. hurting her mom. Yeah, which I don't. I don't think so. Right? And like, I, think, I don't think Solgaleo is like purposely hurting. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. the Nihiligo. Lily calls Solgaleo or Cosmog, whatever, Nebby. She calls Nebby, whatever it was in your game, to attack the Nihiligo that was controlling Lusamine to get it off of mm-hmm. her because she was concerned that the Nihiligo was hurting her mom, which yeah, yeah, all the yeah. way up until the end, even with all of the terrible things they just said to each other, still showing that compassion for mom. I think it just proves that the Nihiligo... Is no better a Pokemon trainer than Lusamine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did have questions about who I was battling at that point. Interesting, though, you see. The first some- Pokemon battle against a Pokemon trainer that's oh, a Pokemon. Pokemon trainer. Get it? It's interesting that you don't actually have an opportunity to catch one there, but you, Solgaleo, Guzma, everyone. That's in there. Hightail it out. Hightail it out. The wormhole closes behind you. You are greeted with Lily, or I'm sorry, not Lily, Hapu, and, yep. and Nanu showed up. Nanu shows up too. Hapu does the, the very, like, I just thought it was cute and fit her personality very well, but she was like, you strong guy, pick, yeah. <laughs> pick this woman up and like help us out here. Yeah. And Guzma was very, fit his personality of, okay, yes, ma'am. Because <laughs> she called him strong. Yeah. Which I thought was so another like small, really good character interaction. Yeah. And so 
that situation winds down. It pretty much comes down to Lily thanking you for helping her with her family. And not only that, but just helping her become a better person or a, not like a better person because there's nothing really wrong with her before. But like opening her eyes, making her more confident, encouraging her throughout her journey. And she says that she can't be a Pokemon trainer. Like she just doesn't have it in her. So Galio is, or Lunala is something that you should have because at least clear to her that this Pokemon wants to see battle and do great things. And she wants to make sure that that has the op that Pokemon has the opportunity to do that. And I think again, that speaks to the family aspect of this game where Lusamine as a parent didn't let Lily be Lily. Right. And she wants to make sure that Nebby, and that's why I think it's very important that Nebby has the nickname, right? Yeah. That Nebby gets to be a Pokemon outside of being inside a bag. <laughs> Trapped in a duffel. For Trapped in a weekender. 25 hours. <laughs> so then she says, I want it to have what a trainer can give it. So then you face off with it. Yeah. And if and if this you, is your opportunity if to catch. You don't care about ball ball choice and you throw a quick ball, so disappointed in you. That Pokemon deserves a premium ball or a luxury ball. Well, I'm curious what how the battle went for you guys. I accidentally killed my like I mean I just knocked it out and I was like, Oh no And Steve was like, It's okay, you have another chance and I was just like Oh, like, <laughs> but I was like really distressed about it. So you didn't catch it for not the, the first remainder time. of the game. No, I caught it. No, you have to catch it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. It's like the last. Oh, it's like the last okay. couple legendaries that they force you into. You have to catch. Gotcha. Them. Okay. How did yours go? I pretty easy. I was able to put it to sleep and then just whittle it down. I only had two premium balls, which was my ball of choice. Yeah. And they didn't work. I have now. I hate to say this. I am now a fan of luxury balls. Luxury balls are great. They're they're gold and black. Mm, mm, mm. That is a good color combination. <laughs> they're luxury balls. They're luxury. And uh, I've been on a gold kick for the last year or so. So Loving that gold. I huh? love the gold. And now my, my ball of choice is the luxury ball. You know, premier balls, they just don't do it for me anymore. That's I'll okay. Move on. I do want to say that... Not so much the the battle with Solgaleo or Lunala, because they're kind of given. You have to catch them, right? But later on, when I caught some of the Tapus, yeah. and this is a little ahead of itself, but it's not really a spoiler. Obviously, you're catching Tapus later. They're legendaries. You're catching them. It's not fun. And I want to say why. When I was battling Tapu Tele, Tapu Tete, Tapu Pepe, the water fairy yep. one. Okay. <laughs> the one that is closest, the one that Hapu talks to, it's the one of the easiest tr- the things to get to. Okay. Catching those kind of Pokemon or any Pokemon with a harder to capture catch rate is just not fun. I agree. Um, not, I mean, it's part of the challenge, but... Tapu Lele. Sorry, that's, that's it. Not only do I bring Hapu Lele down to one HP, I put it to sleep. And I throw ball after ball, and it doesn't stay in. And then it wakes up, and it struggles until it kills itself. How is this fun? It's not. <laughs> How, like, what? 
we have a, I, I don't think I told you the Alex story, but Alex is a really good friend of all of ours. Well, I, you know, may, good friend is maybe giving Alex too much credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I remember Alex getting X and Y, right? Yeah. Him going through it and his turnoff, which really stuck with me, was I don't understand the catching mechanic. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, I don't understand how I can do everything in my power to do what the game teaches me. Bring the Pokemon down to red, put it to sleep, paralyze it. Yeah. And I still cannot catch it. And he says, I don't understand that sometimes in battle, I don't have to do anything and just throw a Pokeball and it works. Right. And he's, he, and he's like, that just doesn't make sense. How can a Pokemon asleep still get out of the ball without even one shake? Out of instinct. And it's last just too leg. strong. It's too strong. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I can see how that turns you off. And I don't have a good answer for you. You to Alex several times right. a day. Me to Alex all <laughs> <Wow>. the time. <laughs> you're right. And I don't have a good answer for you. And I never, I guess, really, when I play a Pokemon game, I catch everything I see for the first time. Yeah. And that's not very difficult. Too. And, you know, normally when I beat the Elite Four, I'm done. Yep. I don't care too much about the end game. I don't really care about... Well, let me tell you, when I'm catching Pokemon in the wild on the way through the game, I'm just throwing great balls or ultra balls until they stick. Yeah. I'm yeah. not doing anything special right. for I, that when, Pokemon. My normal battle technique is go into the battle. The first thing I do is throw a ball if I don't have it. Yep. And you know, it works. It works Most of a the time lot of worked. the time. When I went into the battle with Tapu... And this is just an example. When I went into the battle with Tapu Lele, the first thing I do is... Throw up, I wasn't still convinced on the luxury ball yet, but I throw a premier ball. Gotcha. Two shakes. Okay. Out. Ah, all right. Do a little work. Tough. Bring it down to yellow. Put it to sleep. Throw another premier ball. Two shakes. Out. Ah, that's a bummer. I'm out of premier balls. It sounds familiar. <laughs> bring, it down some, bring it down some more. <laughs> bring it down to red. Put it to sleep. One. I cannot... Attack it anymore. I cannot do anything. Yeah. But As it, a trainer, this I cannot it. do anything. You've hit the bottom. But did it overcome the Ultra odds? ball, one shake out. Heal well, ball, one shake out. Luxury ball, one shake out. How at the beginning of the battle did two shake premier ball, which is a lower yeah. catch rate, work? I and agree. now it is so frustrating. Did you look at <laughs> I think it is if anything of the game turned me off. Black and white was the story, but <laughs> oh man, but this in itself is such a turn. It's not fun. Should go play some Pokemon Go. I agree, and I think that a lot of, I think that a lot of modern dex completion relies a lot more on trading and breeding and uh, wonder trading and. GTS and stuff that doesn't really involve just going out and catching things till. So I mean, maybe that's kind of and the incentive. I, and I know I, I think I think like, what I mean by that is I think it's not. Maybe it's that people are relying on those things more because they don't want to do this. Which is unfortunate if you think about it. I, about I'll tell my story all. about a tapu when we get to a point where I can tell a story about it, but. Similar experience where I was just so frustrated with the situation and was thinking to myself in a very similar vein, 
what can be done to improve this system right. because this is an outdated system that doesn't feel like it's doing what it was supposed to do. I mean, it's doing what it was supposed to do, but it's been doing that for so long now that I feel like something's got to change to make it a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, it's challenging, and that's the point, and that's fine. I understand that it's supposed to be challenging, but... And don't get me wrong, I, I definitely like a challenge. I think all three of us are big Monster Hunter game, Monster Hunter fans. I'm a huge and fan of the Souls series. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all that stuff. That game is nothing but a challenge. But when Serious, you difficult. Put like, me in a situation where you have taught me the mechanics, you have shown me what to do. I've been doing this for 20 years. I have followed everything to a T. Yep. What else can I do? It's that RNG. And... In previous shows, you know, I've been a big fan of auto-saving, and that is something I'd like to see. I think saving yeah. before... I get why people save before a Legendary, because of this frustration. Yeah, this or exact because, instance. Or because they want a specific nature, right? And the opportunity that the Pokemon can struggle itself out of, out of combat completely. So I get that. And I don't, want, I don't want catching a Pokemon to be so easy that it's a joke. That and, reminds me of... Uh, Miss Delaney's like she's talking about a battle that she had and it was to the point where nothing was working and both of her Pokemon were struggling and she was just like I'm waiting for this to end <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh my god like that's not fun no it's not hey, there is, a, there is a, a fine line between challenging and boring yeah and, and I, I and just I want, wasting time I want them to be challenging for sure because they're legendary Pokemon but at the same time I was a big advocate of like, hey, if you kill it, that's fine. You messed up. You should learn something from that. Yeah. And that Pokemon will come back and you can catch it again, right? Right. Because if you beat the Elite Four, the legendaries respawn. I think that started ever since Black and White or X or Y or something. But I don't know how you change that mechanic. Yeah. If you got every Pokemon down to one HP and you put every Pokemon to sleep... Yeah, sure. Like, is that is that the way you a hundred percent chance catch it? That doesn't make for it, like you would do that for everyone. That doesn't make for interesting. Right. But at the same time, throwing a pokeball and knowing pretty confidently that it's going to work at the start of that fight, I guess that's fun because I'm not wasting time and I'm completing my Pokedex. Right. But at the same time, like that's not a good system no. either. It's. I mean, at this point, I just do it out of a habit because I've been doing it for so long. But you know, it's going to work. And B. Because I have to to get to Dex completion. It's I've never finished a Pokedex and I really, really want to. You're gonna do it with Sun and Moon. I wanna do We're it. We're all with gonna Sun do it together. I wanna fine. do it with Sun and Moon too. Uh shout out to my buddy Rose Ken on Twitch who completed his Alola Pokedex as of like yesterday. That's amazing. Wow. I without using any kind of obviously no GTS because there's no GTS. <laughs> I want I want to complete a Dex, but just that situation alone was such a turnoff of, like, it's just the, the frustration of, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I know how to play these games, guys. What do <laughs> I do? Help me out. Uh, now, this all, of course, circles back to my combat with Silcalio, which was that I threw a quick ball and caught it on the first try. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am literally a Pokemon master. So you you caught I didn't it even right get away. to see it in battle. You caught it right away. I accidentally knocked mine out. And I, and I did just, three tried. moves, put it to sleep, and I was good. Got it. It was the Tapu Lele that gave me the runaround. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nanu takes you to the Pokemon League lift after all is said and done. You know, you catch Solgaleo, you... Lily is going to go off and do her thing. She thanks you. Family, family, family. Nanu. I don't know if Nanu says anything that you guys want to bring up, but he pretty much says, hey, the Pokemon League is ready. The Elite Four is ready. Spoiler, there's going to Elite Four. You're ready. Let's go. Yep. And he takes you to the bottom of the lift. Yeah. After Uh, a very long monologue from Lily. mm -hmm. This was the point that I was like, Okay, we get it. <laughs> like, you're just literally repeating things. I yeah. get it. Like, this is really nice, and I, it's a great conclusion of the story, but this is really dragging on. <laughs> it yeah. could also just be that I was, like... You were eager to get Really through. adamant to get to the next part, because I knew it was coming. Yeah, so the last thing I want to touch on is you have two battles, one at the bottom of the lift and one at the top of the lift. The battle at the bottom of the lift is Gladion. Gladion, at this point, is... Pretty much on your side. What was funny is after... I have a couple things to say, but the he says, I know we're not friends, but I want to let you know that we're not rivals. Thank you for what you've done for Lily and my mom and, and whatnot. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I'm missing anything there, but... No. Nope. Again, I think that the Gladion character is so great, and I've seen people compare Gladion to like Silver or to Blue, and I don't think that at all. I think first impressions, absolutely. But Gladian as a character really grows, and I think Lily grows, and I think Hal grows, and I think you grow. I'm glad that that, that is, quote-unquote, the story of this game. And the second thing I want to mention, which is, I think is really cool about Gladian, is that all his Pokemon evolve, well, besides the Sableye that he has, which randomly he gets a Sableye at the end, Hey, what up? All his, all his Pokemon. So the final fight with Gladian, he has Silvalli, yep, uh, Crobat, and a Lucario. Those yeah. three Pokemon only evolve via friendship to the Pokemon. And this is the first time we see the final evolutions of those, which again shows that not only has Gladian grown, but he's grown specifically with the connections he made with his Pokemon. Yeah. You had pointed that out to me earlier, I think, this week. Yeah. And I thought that that was really interesting and something that I totally didn't catch. But it's a really neat touch. And as far as my opinions on Gladion go, I warmed up to him towards the end. You, I still I would like, say, I would he's say still that's like that annoying too. kid that I he's like. Okay. He's okay. He's like, I like him, but he's also, you know. He's he's kind of annoying. Like it's just <laughs> he's like it's like stop being such a bummer, dude. It's fine. Like we get it. Yeah, I, I understand. All the, the shots you're really the bumming game me out of him, just like intense close up, face yeah, palm. Like, Sorry, touches <laughs> like uh, cover like, my <laughs> eye. He he is uh, not very good at social situations. No one's gonna no one's gonna debate that. When you get to the top of the well, right lift, after that battle too, he says, "Maybe I'll see you again or something." And yeah. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, no, I I like Gladian a lot. When you get to the top of the lift, uh, one important thing happens before the final note here is my Cabrawler. 
finally evolved. You're so excited when that happened. Hey. It was worth the wait because what is it? A bomb? Crabominal. Crabominal is phenomenal. Oh man! Oh boy! Real good. It's pretty. That whole the whole situation there is really good. <laughs> uh so yeah, Craballer only evolves on that snowy mountain. Uh, that's its evolution condition. So they pretty much make you wait till the end of the game to evolve. Uh, again, worth the wait because it's ice fighting and really, uh, really goes a long way. I think with the Elite Four, but at the top, you see how and how is so excited because the Pokemon League is open. He's excited that you know he's gone through all the trials like you have, and he wants to battle you. And he says that hey, let's battle. The winner should be the first one to go in. And of course, like every interaction with how you completely stomp him and. You Just get destroyed. You get the first opportunity to go into the new Pokemon League. And yeah, yep. that's pretty much this episode. Uh, you yeah. get like a little bit of a conversation with Kukui too. I thought that was inside. You know what? Yeah, let's save that. No, it's outside. Is it's, it? It's outside. There's like, oh, because yeah, because I'm he's pretty at the sure gates. you go up there and then there's an interaction and then maybe, no, you, you run it ahead. Yeah, he sta- it says Kukui is standing us. outside. And he just, he just says to take on the League and all that. And- he actually, I noticed this. I don't know if you guys put your legendary in your party. No, I didn't. I, I had Solgaleo in my party, and he actually took notice of that and said, Taking the easy way out, eh, boy? <laughs> <laughs> he just, he noticed that I have Solgaleo and says something about this being the way it should be or something. Oh, interesting. Um, And then they, they he, uh, he does say that they wanted to get the Pokemon League on the highest mountain because they wanted to get as close to the sun as they could. I don't know if he said probably moon, moon. in your game, Irene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Confirmation confirmed. Uh, and then he reminisces on battling gym leaders and the Elite Four in Kanto. Yeah, because he does mention at the beginning of the game that he went through the Kanto League. Yes. Which I think you know that was maybe a small thing that some people missed. He also. Uh, says that he noticed how hard his Pokemon worked through that, and he makes a reference to Lance, which I thought was neat. Yeah, I thought he did that inside that he makes the reference. No, to Lance. then he goes inside. Oh, okay, got it. And then, yeah, he's like that it. dragon trainer you really your... gave me a run for my money. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a nice touch. And Kui's just easily the best professor. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's really great. All right, so we're gonna stop there. Uh, we're gonna. The next episode's gonna be our thoughts on the Elite Four, which is probably not much. I mean, they are who they yeah, are. It's the Elite Four, and then we'll kind of give a a short summary of our thoughts on the overall game. I think we could do a longer, fuller summary, but I think we now that there's post game and there's just there is other stuff that directly affects the story. We mentioned like if you go back to Poe Town after you beat the Elite Four, there is more insight there. I think we're just going to give it a little more time with all with with that, and maybe we'll circle back in a week or two and just kind of give a, well, we didn't beat it, and then just call it a day. Like I think there's just more there. Yeah. Um, and I think that that will benefit from a little bit of time. We'll be back with our final episode. But if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can follow Irene on Twitter at Devin Carrots. You can follow Micah on Twitter at Micah the Brave, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. I wanted to say one more thing. Oh though, yeah, go ahead about messaging yeah so i really really liked how it's like okay um like i still love my parent because like even though they're terrible to me and stuff but it's like also totally okay to like not be okay with stuff like that 
Sorry, I was just like, that was something I was also thinking about. I don't want to get all like, about it, but yeah, I don't know. But like, I totally get the point. It's okay to love your parents, but understand that they're terrible people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can, you know. (laughs) I mean, my parents aren't terrible people, but are not. Sorry, I don't know if that was mumbled. My parents are pretty rude. Mine are terrible. They're not going to listen to this, though. I mean. Let's be honest. I feel like I can't say anything because I don't know who. I Dad the Brave is not going to be listening to. The, well, Dad the Brave doesn't even know what podcasts are. Shout out to Dad the Brave. <laughs> Let's be honest. But uh, if you have any feedback for us, you know, if you, don't be shy at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are brave. Soup. Oh, okay. Super brave. <laughs> Super effective. Super dance. We've made two micro references at the end. Sorry. Hello. We did it. Goodbye.